Celebrating the people, places, and stories that make Manitoba great. Plus a few random thoughts here and there. This is Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. The fun continues. Episode 43 of Between Two Shows. As always, we welcome you to our podcast. and We're so happy you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 43. That's cool. We are quickly approaching 50 with zero plans for 50. Well, Actually, that's not true. We booked 50's guest, so hopefully that pans out. We won't say who it is. Uh, He's the one who's been on before. I, yeah. you, you, you talked to the person. Talk you said them? we should do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get it done. I think it'll be good, too. Okay. Well, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about episode uh, 50. Why don't we do something like big for episode 52? Because that's that's a year of podcasts. That's, that's oh, something. Okay. <laughs> 52 straight weeks of this. I know, and we, we've we come so close to missing just a couple of times. Like, two weeks ago, um, I was like, this is the one. We can't do it. Yeah. And we both arrived at work that day, and we said, okay, that is it. This is the week that we missed. Yeah. But in the afternoon, I just I, I just couldn't bear. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. I just couldn't bear, so I cobbled together. I mean, there was no guest. I know. I cobbled together what we had of various clips. Cobbled. and Nice. And we had a podcast. So <laughs> as you can tell, we put a lot of effort and planning into making this happen every week. And once again, we have another podcast to share. Let's circle back. Cobble. Cobbler. What's a cobbler? Is that the guy that does the shoes? <laughs> it is the guy who does the shoes. Okay, but there's also a cobbler as a dessert. There is a cobbler as a, a dessert. Peach cobbler? Yes. Do you know do you know how those two things are connected? <laughs> no, I think I'm done enough for today. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Tell well, me. you know what? That are they connected? We'll have to find out on a future episode of Between <laughs> Two Shows. You know what? Actually, let's just let's just call that a podcast now because that was just supposed to be the intro, but I don't know if we're going to do any better than that. Did we talk about what's on this episode yet? No, we haven't. Oh, okay. Well, this is a good one. <laughs> we have someone on this episode episode that we should have had on this podcast weeks ago. You're talking about Lori Fisher? I'm talking about Lori Fisher. What a great human. Yeah, uh, so he is, yeah, he's just an all-around philanthropic person, um, but he wrote a book of poetry at the start of the pandemic, and now mm-hmm. he has another book of poetry for the very first time on Between Two Shows. We actually have a poetry reading in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you right now, he did it in one take, <laughs> which I couldn't have done. Yeah. <laughs> as quote-unquote professional broadcaster, as, I couldn't have done that. As a literal award-winning broadcaster. <laughs> There's only one person on this podcast who's won an award for their <laughs> broadcasting skills. <laughs> You'll get there one day. <laughs> you will get there. You will get there if you could just stop coughing. <laughs> it's a dry cough. It's a dry cough. Don't let it take you down. This is the best start to our podcast that we've ever had. Dry cough and uh, grumbling stomach are two of my biggest public fears. Like those are your two biggest. They are, yeah, they are the top of the list because they come um, unexpectedly, <laughs> and they will get you, especially that dry cough. All right, well, we better just get into it because I don't know if I can do any more. Holy, okay. So we talked to Lori Fisher. We also have a Papa John post game report. We also talk about self care and. Uh, general 
bodily maintenance. I'm not sure. Wow. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? I better get my voice back so we can, uh, (laughs) this uh, needs both of us. Uh, Also, celebrity sighting at the Winnipeg Jets games. How do you handle it? We'll give you the step-by-step ways of meeting your star. Well, (laughs) not really mine. Maybe someone's. All that and more on episode 43 of Between Two Shows. (laughs) Longest intro we've ever done. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Have you ever ordered coffee for delivery? Is this a thing? I think about it probably once a week here. I also think about it because um, there was a time where people were stealing our uh, K-cups. You and I bought our own, hid them in the office. Someone was dipping into our stash. No longer in the building anymore. The people, not the K-cups. But yeah, in those times, I was definitely thinking about delivery. Um, Skip the Dishes did their year-end stuff where it talked about like the most delivered items in Winnipeg. Number three was French fries. Number one, chicken sandwiches. But number two, most delivered thing in Winnipeg, coffee. Yeah, I'm assuming that's like, I mean, iced coffee would travel well. Um, oh, it's coffees that like you can't really. That's the when I think once a week that I'm like, mm, am I gonna like order some Starbucks or whatever? It's because it's like specialty coffee. I I want a venti soy caramel latte oh. with no caramel sauce, but extra cinnamon. Like I want that. What and you I can't just make it here. what you just described sounds like uh, uh, the nightmare of why I wouldn't want to have that delivery. You like as you're writing a, a caramel latte with no caramel but cinnamon sauce. I'm like yeah. they are gonna mess that up because there's just so many different like steps involved there. I would want to be there in person to get in such a precise order. And also, like, are you doing it with just one individual coffee? Or is it you're ordering coffees for the office? Or are you getting one of those, like, cardboard carafe things that have, like, I don't know, like 20 cups in there? I think it's hungover people getting large iced coffees (laughs) and probably multiples. Okay, well, that would also tie in well with the French fries then. Hungover people are just like, you know what, just give me some coffee, give me some Mm -hmm. French fries. And actually, the chicken sandwiches are probably from the night before, and that's why those are number one. It's crazy with the fries, though. The fries don't really travel well. I mean, I think you got to plan your fry um, because you know from some restaurants it will travel better than others and you just got to hope mm. for the best. Yeah, yeah. How come, how come no one's invented like the perfect microwave or the perfect like reheating a fry thing to still give it the crispness and the, the hotness inside without making it mushy? That's the million dollar idea. It really is, yeah. You should really figure that one out. You can be my you taste tester. You have my money. You could have my money for sure. Sharing fun stories and chatting with cool people whenever you want it. Welcome to Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. This is the first time that we're having this man on the podcast, but Carly, he's someone that you and I have crossed paths with at so many things, particularly charity events and arts events here in Winnipeg. His name is Laurie Fisher. He is a wonderful person, and we are so glad to welcome him to Between Two Shows. Hello, Laurie. Hello, Carly. Hello, Drew. How are you both doing? We are fantastic, and we are so excited to have you on the podcast. I don't know why this took so long. We've had so many opportunities, but this is perfect because you have a poetry book out. So tell us the name of it, and tell us what inspired you to write this book. Well, uh, it's called Musings on a Life Well Lived. <clears throat> Pardon me, just lost my voice there for a minute. Basically, it's, it's a follow-up to the first one I wrote. When the pandemic hit, as you know, everything completely closed down for a period of time. No sports, no art, nothing. There was really no TV except 20-year-old reruns. And I realized very quickly, being a pretty active person, I'm retired, but very active, as you know, that I was going to go insane if I didn't do something. And as a university student many, many, many years ago, I used to write poetry. So I looked at the world around me and... It was pretty negative. It was pretty uh, isolated. 
and I wrote a, a set of poems called Poetry of the Pandemic, and it sold very well. And now that we're kind of coming out of the pandemic, uh, I decided, you know what? It's, you know, let's keep writing. I kept writing, and I put a collection together. And uh, you, you know my, my editor is my daughter, Pamela Ross, and basically I send her poems, we put things together. And so Musings of a, on a Life Well Lived, I think, is more positive than a poetry that pandemic. It, it really looks back on, on some of the things in our lives, not just my life, but, uh, but in everybody's lives. And uh, what we did this time was we divided it into sections. Uh, so there are, are 10 sections in the book, you know, everything from, you know, childhood memories to nature to the seasons. Of course, I have to write about our puppies, and, and you <laughs> know one of my puppies quite well, kind of uh, sports and music, historical. There's really a whole plethora of poetry. That's a new phrase for us. A plethora of poetry, which uh, really we decided to put into a book, and the reaction's been tremendous so far. Well, I think that there's so many different topics that it makes it so relatable to so many different people. So even if uh, you're not a habitual poetry reader, you could connect with those topics and get something out of it. And I, I agree with you, Drew. I really do. And, and the way I look at this, you know, people always talk about tabletop. Uh, you know, they put it in the living rooms and they, they put it on the table and people can read it. And I've actually had feedback from people who have read some of my poetry while visiting a home. But I actually call my first one a bathroom book because you could actually leave it in the bathroom. When you're there to do your business, you could read one or two poems and then come back to it another time. And, you know, like I say, uh, but I think um, one of the things that I think it's very important for a poet is you need to have empathy. You need to feel as other people feel. You need to think as they think. You need to see what they see. And that's why something like nature is so easy to, to write about. You know, everybody loves sunsets. Everybody loves sunrises, thunderstorms, things that we feel and see all the time. And one of the best compliments I've, I've ever been paid about my poetry is people could feel what I'm feeling. And, and I think that's important as a poet. Where can we pick up this? Because this seems like it could be a really great gift idea, either for the holidays or just for birthdays or things, if we want to share this with somebody who we think could be inspired or really enjoy it. Well, I, I appreciate that because I, I think it is not only a, a gift for the holiday season, although there's a couple of holiday poems in it, uh, it is a year-round book. Uh, it's very easy to get. I'll give you a very simple phone number, and all people have to do is uh, call me and we can make arrangements. So it's 204 890 8999. All right, fantastic. And because it's a podcast, if anyone missed it, they can just hit the skip back 10 seconds button and they can get that and write it down again. This is easy. I love it. Absolutely. You you know, when you're trying to promote a book and especially when you self-publish, uh, you're doing it all yourself. Now, I obviously have had great assistance with Pamela Ross, who really has been a tremendous editor for me, and I thank her very, very much. Uh, but when it comes to the marketing you know, the, the poet or the author really has to do the marketing themselves. And that's why I'm so appreciative uh, to, to you two. The fact is that this is the only way for me to get word out. And, of course, as you mentioned, we've crossed paths through the Never Alone Cancer Foundation and a variety of foundations which, which you guys support. Uh, but I, I should let you know that 
Um, I will be making further donations to the Never Alone Cancer Foundation. They have stood by my side from the moment I was diagnosed with cancer three years ago, and I really feel that uh, this is a, a great way for me to be able to make donations to them. I think it is time for the first time ever on Between Two Shows to have our very first poetry reading. Carly, are you ready for this? I am ready. I am ready for this. Lori, are you ready for this? I am ready for this, and I thought because of the time of year uh, that it would be somewhat appropriate. Um, Last Christmas Eve, I was looking out a window, and it was just a beautiful night. It was so peaceful. It was so quiet. And over the course of the next uh, couple of days, this is what I wrote, and it's called Christmas Eve. A street lamp silently flickering, glowing, shining, lighting up a million twinkling snowflakes as they gently fall, adding to the shimmering blanket of dazzling white already covering the ground. The waning crescent of the moon sends down a beautiful radiance, faintly illuminating the milky mantle below with an effervescent seasonal glow. The subdued shadows of the rabbits, nervously searching, digging for food, the yellow eyes glowing, always watching for any danger around them. Birds flying high above, indistinguishable by sight in the dark, known only by the cheeping, chirping, or chattering sounds they make, calling out to one another. The trees, shrouded silhouettes in the blackness surrounding them, dancing in the cold winter wind, swaying to the symphony of the season. Homes covered and dressed in snow, outlined by the flashing Christmas lights shining brightly in the darkness, reflecting on the snow below. In the front windows, dazzling Christmas trees, brightly adorned with decorations, presents wrapped and scattered on the floor beneath, ready and waiting for the morning to arrive. White clouds of warm smoke billowing from the chimneys, rising slowly, disappearing into the darkness of the night sky. All these combine to create a quiet, mysterious landscape, a surreal winter wonderland, a picture of peaceful serenity on this special night of nights. The sable black of the sky contrasting it, combining with the frosted white of the freshly fallen snow, all working together to create the perfect picture of another Christmas Eve. So that's it. That's a poem called Christmas Eve. And, and I keep telling people it's Santa's favorite. Oh, Laurie, that was just beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that poetry reading with us on Between Two Shows. So the poetry collection is called Musings on a Life Well Lived. It is available now. It has been such a pleasure to have you join us, Laurie Fisher, on Between Two Shows. Thank you so much. Thank you both very much, and I I know that I will see you again shortly at another fundraising event and look forward now that we can hug each other to doing just that. So thanks very much for helping me promote my new book. Have something to say about Between Two Shows? Record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Drew or Carly on social media. You might hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. At the time of recording this episode um, is the time where people's Spotify unwraps come out. And Carly, you and I were on the radio um, and we joked about how like, hey, no one has between two shows listed as one of their most listened to things. And then messages started coming in with people's Spotify wrapped. And our podcast was actually among their most listened to things. Yeah, which is crazy. And it's not like these people don't listen to anything else because they also like we were in the top 
of their top five. They actually had at least five things that they listened to. I- <laughs> and you say it all the time where you're like, okay, you know, in a world of, you know, everyone, everyone and their dog has a podcast. Like you can listen to whatever you want, but they chose to listen to us. I mean, I don't exactly phrase it like that. I'm, I basically say like, this is a time of the world where you can listen to absolutely anything. If your thing is marine biology, of the 1600s, you could find content that supports that. Like you could find you stuff about anything. You won't like this podcast. <laughs> you hate our podcast, but yeah, with infinite choices out there. The fact that people listen to our podcast in general is mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that people listen to it enough that among all of the things they listen to, it ranked among their top things mm-hmm. is incredible. And we yeah. didn't just get this from one person; we got this from multiple people. Multiple so I was, people. I was shocked and flattered. So because um, the last time I got a rating was in May, so we're like, hey, people. Are done. Yeah, even my shows. dad has like trailed off. Like I don't even think he's listening anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he probably does get enough of you in just normal day-to-day life. He probably doesn't need the podcast as well. <laughs> Keep in touch with Drew and Carly on social media. Search for at Drew Kozip and at Carly on Air. Can we rewind the clock to a celebrity sighting at a Winnipeg Jets game recently? And Carly, you were the first one to put it on my radar, despite the fact that you had no idea who the celebrity was. Right. I didn't even know how to actually properly pronounce the <laughs> uh, seat section they were in. So you're saying it's Loge. Correct. Not Luge. Correct. Luge is... But Luge makes sense. Like, if you think of Luge in the Olympics, like, you're in that bobsled this- and you're like... In a, like a a line together, like it seemed like it that area is like a little bobsled. Well, but like it's actually spelled like lodge. So if anything, like I, f- I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, interesting. That is where someone was sitting, and then uh, you and I worked together at the Jets game. So yeah. you came down during uh, one of the break times. And you're like, I think there's someone really important up in the. But you said luge. Yeah. I think there's someone really important up in the luge. Because it's basically the 300. So I was up there and I saw four guys uh, get escorted into these seats. And just like, uh, you know, they were given like the, the menu right away. They had like their own server. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I was like, this is special treatment. Who are these people? And right away, right now, everyone just thinks that it's Woody Harrelson. Because it was like four guys in winter gear all wearing like their toques, right? They all kind of had the same look. Yeah. And I was like... And I had my contacts in. I was like, what do you know? I think Woody is going to be one of these people that I'm like, they're even smaller in person. And uh, these guys were big guys. So not not Woody. So then I was like, I have no idea. So then I go up to investigate. So I go up to this section and I'm standing there waiting and I can kind of get a peek because I have a suspicion that it is this particular actor. Okay, wait, so you thought it was that before I even told you it was that? Uh, no, because I had started oh, okay. to talk to some other people and based on some intel, I was uh, looking and I'm looking for a person because they don't look the way that they looked last time I saw them on camera because they have a, now a shaved head and I mean they're wearing a mask so it's hard to tell so I go to the section I kind of see the person uh, but then there's like some plays and stuff so I gotta go back to working to the job so then I go back and stake out the spot but I'm in an advantageous place where I can't really get a good view and then uh, there's someone in front of me t- talking to me about the game and then someone behind me um, talking about the game and there's this dramatic point where uh, the Jets almost got a goal so I turned to the person behind me and I was like oh man I thought that was gonna be a goal and the person's like yeah me too and I was like so close next time right and the guy's like yeah yeah, absolutely. And then the play resumes. So I'm like, okay, hey, I can stop chatting with these people and focus on the celebrity sighting. The guy behind me walks around, goes, sits down in the seat. The celebrity I was trying to find was standing right behind me. David Harbour 
the guy from Stranger Things Dude, but I thought I was and the one Black who told Widow. You that it was him. You're the one who told me, but I didn't. No offense, I didn't trust your celebrity sighting skills. But of the it, cast. Didn't, it didn't come from me. I had found out from the camera woman who actually is a fan of Stranger Things. That Correct. It was, it was them. But I needed that visual confirmation, so that's why I went to that area myself. But I didn't even recognize him, and he was standing right behind me. Uh, so yes, David Harbor at the Jets games, and at the person who first told me was you, Carly. Thank you. Yeah. It's time for the Papa John post-game report. The Winnipeg Jets were enjoying an epic run at home with a huge win over the New Jersey Devils. An incredible game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Then they met the Carolina Hurricanes not too long ago, and things just did not go our way. Why not? Well, we turn to our sports analyst and expert, who also happens to be Carly's grandma's boyfriend. His name is Papa John, and this is the Papa John post-game report. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. The hockey game. Yeah, let's talk about it. The Jets were not prepared for the speed of Carolina. They skated like they had cement in their skates for 90% of the game. Wow, shots fired. I mean, being outshot 15-5 to in the first period in their own rink is, is not good. Not the kind of shots I was referring to. And if they're not prepared against the Kraken on Thursday night, they're going to end up in the same place. You're three stars. Uh, i got to put my bifocals on. my third star was Schmidt he played a good game on defense second star was Dubois got a goal and he was banging him around pretty good and the first star was Ehlers Mm. he played a good game honorable mentions Wheeler, Sheffley, Stastny yeah Carolina was faster plus their stick work was a lot better than the Jets and the next game is as I mentioned Thursday against the Seattle Kraken so they got to get their boots up because uh, they got knocked out of second place last night Mm. as we say go Jets go nice and for Sunday go Bombers go nice you have a good day you too okay bye bye Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Candy canes are great, but not traditionally flavored ones. I only like the ones that have, like, wacky flavors. Like, remember when they used to have the 90s ones that were yellow and then red and blue and all, like, twist around and they taste like cherries? That was where it was at. I don't like a peppermint candy cane. Okay, sorry. I'm glad you ended with the word of the thing that you were talking about because I completely zoned out there. For a very good reason. You do that a lot on the podcast. What's the good reason? So you're talking about candy canes, not Fruit Loops. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I had just, okay, this is completely different. Um, I just also just learned that they changed the flavor of the green Skittle. To, uh, Saw it, it on TikTok. It was lime. So what's it now? It was lime. There's a TikTok trend, as you know, it goes back in the day, you and me, we used to have fun. Do you know that trend? No. It's like, but now, like, they show what you're at now. It's green apple. Oh, my. I love it. I love it. Unpopular opinion. I love it. Okay, (sighs) continue the candy cane talk. I'll tell you why I freaked out and lost focus after. No, uh, well, you know, let's revisit candy cane some other time. What's your big thing? No, no, now it doesn't sound that big. It certainly was never going to be big to you. (laughs) It's not that big compared. He's back on Instagram and he's going by Kelvin Klein. Who's back on Instagram? Pete Davidson deleted Instagram a long time ago because mental health and back on Instagram, which seems at a bad time because now he's dating. Kim Kardashian, and he's he is verified as Kelvin Klein. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it for episode 43 of Between Two Shows.
thanks a lot for being on this journey with us as long as you have. Now, if you decide to take a different path in your podcasting listening experience, um, thank you for <laughs> getting this far with us. <laughs> okay, I have an update already. He is just taking over the Kelvin Klein account. Again, if you choose to go another direction with how you spend your time and what you listen to, we understand. It's very, very understandable. <laughs> if you want to be around for episode 44 of Between Two Shows, I mean, that'll be out in a week's time. We don't know who's going to be on there. <laughs> okay, bye. Wow. Thanks so much for listening to the latest episode of Between Two Shows. We always love hearing your thoughts on the podcast, so feel free to leave us a rating or review. Or you can reach out to us on social media at either at Drew Kozub or at Carly on Air. We hope you enjoyed our podcast this week and look forward to welcoming you back next week for another episode of Between Two Shows.